1: I'm still under the weather.
0: I didn't do the intro yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's newer, and as you could tell by the sniffle and the snoofles, it's my brother Raheel. We're talking about the crown.
1: I'm still under the weather.
0: You already said that. You already kept it on record, okay?
1: I'm just, I just want to let the, the listeners know that I am performing hurt because I'm a primetime <laughs> player.
0: Questionable throat. <laughs> like out they do throat. <laughs> My favorite sporties. when they do that in sports is when they say, um, "What is?" I bet I There's... know what it is. No, it's out not groin? questionable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't say out. It says something else. It'll be like questionable or like uh I don't know, not doubtful, like int- doubtful, <laughs> doubtful, groin. <laughs> You don't know what I'm talking about because a lot of people that listen to this do not sport. It's it's usually just in football, right?
1: No, it's uh, all uh, all sports. You know, everybody, almost everybody in the world has a groin. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, but people who get groin injuries don't ever have somebody reporting on it. That that guy's got a real's got a doubtful <laughs> groin. <laughs>
1: Oh boy! Don't look up uh, the news alert in New Jersey because that pops up <laughs> all the time. <laughs> doubtful not... groin. It just says <laughs> doubtful groin. It's my back page ad.
0: <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about groins <laughs> or <A shame>. sports. <laughs> it's a shame. We're talking about The Crown season five, episode two, and the name of this episode is "The System." Uh, what did you think about this episode? I
1: enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Not a lot happened. I think it was only just um, in terms of like the main characters. It was just Philip and Diana, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think
1: I saw. She- oh, and then the queen also made an appearance.
0: She did. Very
1: impactful appearance
0: both times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did- yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. I thought a lot about Diana as a result, obviously, and Philip. Obviously, I guess that's the point, the point of the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's the point. I added nothing there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I watch The Crown and sometimes I think about Diana. Wait, um, by the way, I uh, people were lolling about the thought of Diana having a podcast from last week. Yeah. And um, what do you think her podcast will be called?
1: I don't know. It, uh... Um, Wow, well, you have me snubbed. I'm sure you have some names.
0: <laughs> Arthy hilariously called it. She was like, obviously, it would be called the Princess Diaries. <laughs> 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 so but, Not about were that. we
1: still calling her princess at the end, though?
0: Yeah. Princess Di. Or I thought it was like Lady
1: Di. Lady? Because I thought she lost that. I thought she lost that title at the end. Because she yeah, wasn't I mean, princess anymore.
0: I guess. Is Megan a princess?
1: No, she's duchess.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. She's duchess. I don't understand these nomenclatures.
1: It's almost like it's completely made up and nonsensical.
0: (laughs) It's almost like it has no power and it's just like bullshit. It's like, you know, whatever. Whoever came up with time or dates on a calendar, it's like the same people that came up with these titles. Doesn't mean anything.
1: Wait, you don't think time is a real thing?
0: (laughs) Well, no, time is real, but, like, who decided that? I'm
1: sure we can find out. I mean, there's, there's a reason why we have time in this world. It's a real thing.
0: I mean, it is, but it's not really.
1: <laughs> All right, so let's get back to Leonardo DiCaprio's dating life, because time <laughs> and age do not matter, apparently. Hey, hey,
0: hey, 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 hey. Um, and I had one more thought, by the way, about because mm-hmm. Monday we talked about the Chappelle thing. Obviously, we're gonna talk mm-hmm. about the crown event. I just want to get this off my chest. So, another thing that is that everybody should remember when we talk about the stuff that's going on between Kanye and Kyrie and Chappelle and all this stuff with the anti-Semitism is that white supremacy's ultimate goal is to make sure that minorities keep fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, just always remember that the big baddie is white supremacy. And, and that is always the, the big guy that we should all I be. agree.
1: I agree 100%. But I think the people that are um, kind of in the middle of it right now um, are just looking at, you know, one step ahead of themselves. Which, which I mean, I, they're completely wrong yes. in thinking that, you know, that um, uh, Jewish people are the reason why, you know, you're suffering. I'm not sure exactly what the what the argument there is, but I think that's the reason why they're not thinking about white supremacy. They're thinking about, I don't know, the lowest this thing fruit. right in the moment. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, let's go. Yeah, sad, sad. That's like you sound like Trump.
1: <laughs> My guy is running president.
0: Yeah, yeah, your guy. He's back. Yeah. We're wild. If people don't listen to any other podcast episodes, and they're like. Ooh, I don't know why she's doing (laughs) she's really into Trump. It's so weird. Okay, anyway, um so yeah, this episode I enjoy the crown, the the show we're talking about. Um I very much enjoyed this episode because I like when we get the parallels between like Philip and Diana, like even in early seasons before we ever got to meet Diana or anything. It was always interesting to see Philip try to navigate this world too. And obviously Philip had some level of privilege because he's a white man um, in, you know, working the system and being able to do whatever. But he also felt very uh, limited in his mobility or his ability to do things because of his loyalty or he, how he had to stay loyal to the crown um so i always find it very interesting i think philip is probably one of the most interesting characters on the show for sure yeah like, for i mean seasons, uh, over he's been my favorite. over the five
1: seasons for sure yeah, yeah. and i i liked uh, i was trying to remember because i remember some scenes last year also right last year was the first mm-hmm. season with diana yeah. There's only been one other season with Diana, right?
0: I think I remember- season. I think season last year was yeah, not the season. first season we died. We were introduced to Diana in season um, three. Really? Yeah. You sure about that? I think so. I may have made that I think You're wrong.
1: I think okay. you're wrong. All right. Um, but I enjoy their interactions because they're both outsiders, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I always enjoy uh, father-in-law daughter-in-law interaction. Like, I, I, I find those even like in um, like uh, in like uh, Desi media, I, I enjoy watching a father-in-law and a daughter-in-law talk. Tell I, don't you know I don't know why. I don't I, know. I think those conversations are interesting because daughter-in-law and mother-in-law conversations are boring to me at this point. Also especially the way that it's been. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the way that, you know, I've I've been shown them over my entire life. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Um, and then father-in-law, son-in-law conversations really don't do anything for me because they're always pretty boring.
0: Doesn't get you going.
1: <laughs> Does not get me going. But Philip and Diana, it's always um it's an interesting dynamic to me. And yeah. we got to see I actually I really loved how it came together at the end of this episode because of yeah. what it made me think about. So
0: Yeah, I, I will say like my one of my favorite adult relationships is in my life is my relationship with my father-in-law. Yeah. He's a great guy. guy. Yeah, I love that guy. He's great. Yeah,
1: I look forward to having a relationship with my mother-in-law, <laughs> wherever she may be.
0: <laughs> ladies.
1: Good ladies. Or gentlemen.
0: Like- <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. Sure. and uh, like- But I've, I've said before that you should exclusively date orphans. It's just easier. <laughs> It's just so much easier. I think we should make a dating app. Orphans only.
1: It's Orphan terrible.
0: mingle. It's not okay, terrible. I
1: don't, I don't I don't like where this is going.
0: All right, fine. Anyway, back to the show. Uh, Prince Philip has a hobby. It is carriage competitions. What yeah. do you think about it? First of all, have you ever sat in a carriage?
1: I was trying to think I don't think I have like I've never taken like a handsome what's that called handsome carriage is that what it's called in the city <laughs> um, the fucking yeah. horses <laughs> um, I have never taken a carriage ride not that I remember I'm sure we did like in India and stuff like in, that like, right I'm sure kids, we little kids yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but it nothing seems... that really made an impact
0: like have I ever been tempted to sit in a carriage in like Central Park Mm -hmm. yes i have really i have only out of laziness out of like i really don't want to walk like how much is this very expensive by the way um
1: i mean are you looking for like the like a romantic aspect of it because it seems first of all i
0: don't think it's romantic at all those horses smell like shit
1: yes exactly but that's the whole point right you you take a romantic carriage ride through central park apparently that's the deal
0: yeah, but then it smells like doo doo the whole time. Well, well,
1: we
0: no, I, no, I don't want to ever. I don't think that that's romantic. I also think that um, it just seems inefficient. But the way the <laughs> the way the crown is romanticizing not just carriage competitions, carriages in general, and also refurbishing carriages, I am very interested. Like watching yeah. Philip refurb that carriage i was like wow this is really an art you know yeah we it was very. Stop buying things on amazon like we yeah. really need to go back to people hammering and sewing and all that stuff sewing yeah
1: get rid of our cars um <laughs> no because i tried to hate on it like at the beginning because mm-hmm. the thing is that he doesn't play polo anymore right mm-hmm, because he mm-hmm. can't handle it so his new sport is carriage rides and i was like that's mm-hmm. not really a, a sport come on philip right first of all the animals doing all the work like, <laughs> <I don't laughs> You're just doing saying... anything yeah and it's not even like like a single horse i understand you have to have a relationship with the horse you got to make sure that the horse doesn't throw you off four fucking horses <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, what some would argue you have four <laughs> animals to manage
1: yeah, but they're all like strapped in. You don't even have to do anything. I know, you just those have poor to pull. Fuckers,
0: that's the whole life they know. You condition them step. to be, you know, pulling humans. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. but
1: when I saw him in the workshop, I was like, this is beautiful. Like this is like yeah. real art. <laughs> well done.
0: I like, when they seen reveal it, like I was that. like, yeah. It was amazing. Oh,
1: what's your most impressive arts and crafts project?
0: I don't think I have one.
1: I don't think I have
0: one either. I mean, I think like I update like I've I've, you know, updated my room like the summer I, we updated oh, yeah. our guest room. You know, I mm-hmm. like I like to spruce up my house. I do those kinds of things. When my kids were little, um I made a couple of like paintings in their room. But okay. like that's not anything. Like I'm not really that's I don't know, this is my most creative project. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what a shit show it is
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly so um yeah i don't think that i i mean i like i wish i think i'd like to think that i can sometimes like put my attention into being creative but i think the problem (laughs) is that um i don't have enough time and two i i just don't i don't have that kind of like dedication to like slowly perfect an art at this age you know i don't have
1: the patience Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um the other so the episode you know we we find out that Prince Philip has a carriage hobby and then we go to very sad the death of this is the this is Prince Philip's godson's daughter who yeah. passes away who we met before. She's a little girl who has cancer. And this little girl is also Diana's goddaughter? Yeah. Right? Um, correct, yes. It was very sad. I was not expecting that. I cried a little bit. And then um, I did like yeah. the scene that Philip has with uh, the queen afterwards. And they're talking about cancer. And I just I really liked all the things that Philip had to say there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, anytime, obviously, I see anything like that. Um, it it sends me uh, down um, a hole that is not easy. But, yeah. um, you know, they handled it. It was obviously very emotional when he goes out and he visits the grave with the mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I think they handled it really well um, because yeah. they showed her grieving. And then also the conversation that Philip has with... I don't know who the what the name of that lady is. Penny. Um, Penny. Can't wait to talk um, about her. About grief and how you just learn to live with grief. Like, it just becomes part of your skin Um, and then you learn to laugh again, but you learn to laugh with it. So all that stuff was, it was just really well done. So.
0: Yeah. I think it's, it was really nice after the funeral, when he's talking to Elizabeth and he says like, Oh, you know, there's alternative medicine that believes that, you know, cancer is like all these other things that live within your body. It's all your sins or something. And then you're, you're and it lives within you. And then it eventually is the thing that kills you. And then she was he was like, you know, but a five year old dying. It just is a reminder that those people don't know what they're talking about. And I loved it because truly there are there are people who say stuff like that all the time, even to me. And I'm just looking at them like, really, you're going to say that to me. Um, So I really like that. And I like the way that this was handled. So let's talk about the Prince Prince Philip's relationship with this woman, Penny. Okay, Mm -hmm. hold on. Let me clear my throat. Real? Why don't you? Uh, what do they call it? Um, vamp. Vamp. I gotta, I gotta clear my throat and drink some water. Well, what
1: am I gonna vamp about? Um, I like what the 49ers did on Sunday night. Um, I would have liked a little bit more offense, but you do what you can with Jimmy. Um, oh Jimmy, my God, this really is not what I
0: wanted you to vamp
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what else you want me to talk about. You could um, talk about the stock market today. Else. Was. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> my thoughts on twitter and elon no,
0: oh no no okay we're back we're back okay. okay so my friend kim hi kim uh fan of the pod friend of the pod a real life friend of mine and uh and a secret anglophile like myself oh yeah are you, wait, but are you a she- secret
1: anglophile
0: I don't know. You know, we've been talking
1: for like three months about (laughs) colonialism and how poisonous it is. And we have to be minorities and the marginalized and gay people and brown people, the sins of partition,
0: (laughs) fucking secret anglophile. No, here's the thing. These people are terrible. Okay? No question. But their lives look beautiful and fabulous and i wouldn't mind living that way like i wouldn't mind like the castles and the clothes and all that stuff that's all i'm saying i don't want
1: you understand where the castles and the clothes come from right yes i would love to just wake up in an orgy every morning also but there's a limit you have to the bill comes due at the end of the day you do you know you have to pay for this shit somehow
0: All right, all right, calm down. Anyway, so Kim and I talk often about The Crown. She's obviously a huge fan of Meghan Markle um, and Harry and big fan of The Crown and knows a lot. So anyway, she said... She said, when you get to the episode, I have some tea on the carriage thing. And I was like, what is the tea? She said, the story is that this friendship with Penny became so important that not only was she allowed to attend the funeral, but that Prince Philip retired in Sandringham because it allowed discreet proximity to her. Important to remember discretion on this episode. There's also a bit around um, what happened when he died. Um and what he died is that um sorry excuse me <clears throat> Penny was the only non-royal that attended his funeral and she edged out all of the other relatives.
1: Okay.
0: okay. So and his casket. Remember how we were making jokes before about Philip on ice? Yeah. Before before Diana could or before uh, Elizabeth passed, right? Yeah. His casket was held closer to Penny and Sandringham until uh, di- uh, until the queen passed and then committed to the royal mold. So his body was on ice close mm-hmm. to where this woman, Penny, was. And it was sort of like an open secret that he loved Queen Elizabeth, obviously, but that it was just understood that Penny was allowed. And it was just uh, it's one of those things that like it was a known, <laughs> quiet, open secret
1: so here's when i was watching the episode right i was worried about that like i Mm -hmm. you know you pick up on that right like Mm -hmm. um because you never see her husband norton i think his name Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. and i was like well you know i'm sure he was around at some point you know what i mean but they focused on the relationship between uh prince philip and this lady um and in my head because i don't know maybe i'm a creep or whatever i was like did they like is there something more that's going to happen here? Am I going to learn something more? So um, I'm not sure if they're going to show that or not, but I'm not sure what close proximity means. Like, is that just like, you know, you like Mm -hmm. talking to a person? Is there like a physical interaction? It worked out really well in the episode because you see him show so much grace to this lady who's gone through, to this young woman who's gone through this great loss, right? And he's giving her... He's giving her so much of himself and it's really sweet. And then you see how he treats Diana at the end where, you know, initially he's he's trying to like, you know, he's trying to um, relate with her, um, I think, as an outsider again. Um, But then at the end, he really puts the screws to her. Right. Like he basically threatens her. Yeah, he um, tells her to the shut end.
0: the fuck up. Keep your fucking mouth exactly. shut, basically. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
1: So um, that that worked out really well for the episode. But now I'm going to have to wonder about what this relationship was. Actually, I'm not. Because I don't give a shit about the royal
0: Because <laughs> who cares? Everybody's <laughs> yeah, dead. Exactly. Okay. That's true. Um, but... She also talked to me, um, Kim, about just like the royals, how the press keeps tabs on the royals. And I think that's really like interesting when it comes to this episode and Diana and the book and everything like that. So we'll get to that later. And I've got some interesting information there to share. But yeah, Prince Philip has this relationship with this woman, ben- Penny, who I I honestly was watching this and I was thinking to myself, like, she seems like a daughter type. Like, she seems like Anne or like yeah. Diana to him. Um, obviously, not sure what that relationship is, but it's interesting that they brought it up on this episode where, you know, by the end when Philip and the Queen are talking, you know, l- let's go in chronological order. I think it's interesting to see how, like, the way that the story is crafted on this episode so we also see that diana has this close friendship with dr james colehurst and james colehurst is approached by a journalist named andrew morton about a book that he wants to write about diana and the proposition here is that diana would He would send a bunch of questions on tape, and then Diana would answer those questions uh, on tape back. And then he would make sure that nobody is ever told that, like he—he never will admit that he interviewed her. That he is going to use a bunch of other sources to say, like, this is what we've heard around town from people who are closest to her to write about her. And in that, in the tapes, um, it's sad, man. It makes me so sad. So it's
1: very sad. My question to you as I was watching it was I think obviously we know because we know what happened to Diana at the end of all this. Um, you know, when you're watching it, you are very, very sad. Rightfully. But mm-hmm. what do you think your reaction would have been in nineteen ninety two as your age right now? Like, is it a bratty thing to do? Like, is this a wrong thing for Diana to do knowing the position that she holds, right? Is there, or is it like the only option that she has?
0: Well, I think another thing I want to try to figure out is like, divorce was just like not an option.
1: I, I, Well, this that's what I don't know, because, you know, it was an option like a year later, right? Yeah. I, I mean, and it was an option for, um, it was an option for Andrew, right? Yeah. I think, I'm not yeah. sure when Andrew got divorced, but, you know- What's his? What's her? Uh, uh, Elizabeth's uncle Charles was that his name?
0: No. What was Elizabeth?
1: Whatever the guy with uh, uh, who left his wife for Wallace Simpson. Right, he, didn't he married leave that his American. Wife for Wallace
0: Simpson. He, didn't he married her. Wallace Simpson. Yeah, he abdicated his throne for Wallace so he Simpson. could marry a mar- uh, yeah. a divorced yeah. woman.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. So I mean, I mean, it's I guess so. It is an option.
0: It's Mm -hmm. an option
1: of some sort. I mean, does that mean that Charles can't be king or something? I don't think so.
0: Well, so I think all of it is related to sort of the perception of power, right? Like all these things, like the reason why all these things matter is because... We I, I uh, we often forget because I think we've all grown up with Diana and divorce and fucking Andrew and all these things right now. Everything is happening with Harry and Meghan. I think to us, they have always seemed like people like regular people that just have mm-hmm. a lot of money because they enslaved our people. But um, <clears throat> when I watch The Crown, I'm always reminded that the Queen of England is essentially the English, the Church of England's pope. Like, that's who she is in there, Mm -hmm. like, in in the Church of England. She's the head of the Church of England. Like, so to people that was, you know, in the reign of Elizabeth, when Elizabeth became queen, it was very much, this is the queen. She's the head of the church. But by the time that we're getting into... Um, the 80s and 90s, I think they call it like Republicanism, which is, you know, the, uh, the Mm -hmm. the opposite of the monarchy. Those people really started to speak up because they started to see the cracks. Like, I think that as we've gotten to, as like media has changed, as press has changed, as we as people have gotten more and more information on famous people, that I think it became more obvious that like the Church of England, the head of the Church of England is not this like, deity. Like it's not like a, these people are not appointed, anointed by God. These people are just people. And if they are just people, then why do they get to have the protection and money and wealth while the country is, you know, in economic downturn and stuff like that? So I think like all of these things couldn't happen because of the pressure of this attachment, right? I think what diana is doing i don't know if it's i consider it bratty as i i don't know like i want to say that i would not think like i don't think that what megan is doing is bratty either because like my i like my my thought process is so different but like if i was 37 in 1992 i don't know if i would have thought as progressively as i think now is the problem Well, so i
1: I I want to make it clear that I don't think what Megan is doing now is anywhere close to what I think Diana is doing in this situation, because Mm -hmm. Megan actually tried to make it work within the system. And then she had to force her way out of the system. And then she talked about the system after she got out. Right. Um, Diana is working is within the system and she's, Uh, you know i think she says something about it i think that's the first question (laughs) the guy asks her right like why are you doing this and she says that i've tried everything else right yeah and i'm like have you really tried everything else but i think she
0: has i think the difference is also megan was able to try everything else and sit through it because she had the support of her husband right yeah that's true too she's never had that like She's literally had her mistress, her husband's mistress, thrown in her face. Her husband gets to make as many mistakes as he wants, right? He gets to do whatever he wants and get away with it. And, you know, and like last season, we – it was kind of understood that Diana also had affairs, right? Like I just think that – like I think that – It's a validation thing, right? I think it's the feeling of feeling invalidated, especially and like unsafe around your partner. That's really fucking sad, man. And she was so young when she got married. She was what, 20?
1: She was 19 when she got engaged. 19, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she was a baby. Like, and Charles was a whole fucking grown ass man. He's what, 12 years older than her? So like the, the idea that this like child basically, like a... We take issue with 25 year olds dating Leonardo DiCaprio. Like this. Well, we don't.
1: <laughs> you do. Um, no, no, I, I agree. So I was thinking about, like, because she talks about her childhood um, during that interview also. And she talks about how it was unhappy. And yeah. she used to cry a lot. And it was, you know, her parents were always fighting and all that stuff. Right. Um, and because we, again, we view rich people in a different light now I was like okay yes I understand that that it was miserable and I do have sympathy for you but there is like I don't know man like there's always and it's probably wrong of me um to think this way but to me there is like a limit to my sympathy when it comes to like somebody who's a part of this ridiculous um you know lord lords and ladies system you know what I mean Like, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, yes, I get, I get that there's pressures, but also, you know, you've never worked in your life. You know what (laughs) I I mean? mean, You've never had to clock in um, for your food.
0: Yeah, basically sure. Yes. But that, you know, I think that with Diana being only 19, having a really rough childhood, like the the guy, Mm -hmm. Morton, he says at the end that she was a vulnerable person that they brought into the system and then they didn't take care of her they threw her into like in with the sharks and yes. so at 19 you have a sh- shitty life at home right you have a probably have mm-hmm. issues with your family and whatever and then you end up getting married to a literal fucking prince and you're going to be treated like a princess and you think that all of your problems are gonna go away, but they don't go away because that's yeah. not the fix in life, right, you have to like deal yeah. with a whole bunch of other shit to get over whatever is going on. But you're you're 19 and you're thrown into adult situations with a ton yeah. of pressure and that never gets resolved. And it's definitely like, wrong, yeah. It's super sad, like it's super yeah. sad but when she talks about like the suicide attempts and like her eating <laughs> disorder and all that stuff. I don't know what's wrong with of me, course. I was crying.
1: No, no, it's a, no, that is, that is a, it is a sad thing, right? I mean, I was, I was, I was uh, em, well, an emotional, I'm a real man, um, but uh, <laughs> no, but you obviously you do like in the moment you can feel bad for the person. And and I get that. Yeah. So.
0: yeah. <sighs> um, do you think that the institution or the system was tapping into her phones and stuff? You're muted, buddy.
1: Sorry, a hundred percent. The institution was tapping my microphone there, and they muted me. Um, oh my they
0: don't god! not want the truth to get out. Oh my god, real? That's amazing! Wow, yeah. that's wow. amazing.
1: I'm like a prince or something. <laughs> the most annoying prince. That's what I would be like as a prince. That's how I would talk.
0: Well, I have a question no, for you. I, Yes, I have a question for you. Okay, okay, okay. If you if you were, if you found yourself married to a royal, right? Yes, you're royal and you're a man, okay, and your wife is just out there, she is just fucking whomever, right?
1: Royal, and yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but she's just out there doing her thing, right? Mm-hmm. And but your job as an outsider is to just stay married to her, stay loyal to her. You would have no problem keeping your mouth shut. You'd be like, suffer in misery, sure, no problem, quietly. I,
1: I would not have a problem because I would find little ways to um, entertain myself for sure.
0: You would be like Philip. You would have yeah, exactly,
1: yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, 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 I'd go on carriage rides, whatever the hell it is I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I would do that. I'd probably, you know, have some uh, discreet. Uh, affairs myself, which yeah. is like the worst people, and then it would come out in the sun or the mirror or whatever the <laughs> whatever that paper is. The
0: daily. Um, the daily. Yeah, make it
1: work. Whatever what kidding Like, if I had to, well, like, what am I going to be? Like, why would I get out of that? Because the indignity. I think I have shame.
0: <laughs> you have no problem. No problem. Mm-hmm. Number one, keeping secrets. Number two. And number
1: two, marriage of convenience. Big marriage, on marriage yes. of
0: convenience. Yes, ladies, gents. If you're looking um,
1: for a roommate, a if you roommate, need somebody to pay card. for like the yeah for the for the bottom half of a house, we got a two story house. You want to take the upstairs? I'll be downstairs. I make a good uh, party companion. I make good small talk with people.
0: He's got an HBO Max account that he can That's get. He true. Can log into
1: it's HBO <laughs> Go, I believe. Oh no, it's HBO Max. No, it's Max. Um, yeah, I pay for my own HBO Max and my own Amazon Prime. And I have access to multiple people's Netflix. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this
1: is great. We're building me a profile.
0: <laughs> well, who needs Hinge? Yeah, um, exactly. yeah, you would have no problem with it. So do you <laughs> also think then that the the institution ransacked Morton's home?
1: 100 percent the institution did all of this stuff
0: they almost tried to kill it, that doctor man yeah that's
1: fine i'm sure they've killed plenty of people i'm sure the monarchy has been responsible <laughs> for plenty of people um almost like i don't know uh like they're committing genocide all over the world uh, as you could yeah, say. <laughs> I,
0: that's a thing like it's like you know what what family are we like holding on to here these people are fucking monsters Okay, anyway, all this shit starts to happen, and Philip finally has that meeting with Diana, and he basically says, uh, hey, hey, listen, listen, we're on the same team, okay, we're on the same team. It's fine. You want to break some rules? Sure, no problem, but uh, the only thing is you got to stay loyal to your husband and shut your stupid fucking mouth, bitch, is basically yeah.
1: So. it's basically just mob rules, right? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a mob thing. Like you can do whatever you want to, but you don't talk about the family outside the family. That's it. that's, yeah. that's the only yeah. thing you got to do. Which you know is cruel and not nice, but it's kind of a nice deal. It's not a terrible deal. I'll be honest with you.
0: You know I can't do that
1: i know you're, you're i would never line.
0: be able to no i can't no, people I... have
1: to hear me people have to hear my thoughts on paw patrol <laughs> i'm not gonna sit back
0: paw patrol and yeah the, it's all nonsense cop agenda yeah exactly
1: <laughs> the people need to hear about what i feel about season three of love is blind
0: <laughs> okay yeah, yeah that's real they, they did they did <laughs> that is real <laughs> um,
1: got I got like a question five. for you.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I'm sure. I, I know you gotta. I know you have like a, a like a agenda. You gotta go down. But this, Doesn't I need matter. to. I need to. I need to ask you this. Yeah, does your neck hurt watching Diana? Because the <laughs> way that she cranes her neck, it drives me wild. Like, just sit up straight, Diana. And she used yeah. to do that in real life too.
0: Um. Yeah. Is it because? Is it because she she had to like keep her head down?
1: No, I think she was just tall, and maybe she like maybe she knew her good sides. I don't know.
0: I don't know. She did it a lot, in, but I in the know. show, got, she's always like
1: craning her got, neck.
0: Yeah, I've got shit posture, so like I have no idea how to stand up straight or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, she's so beautiful, Elizabeth. She is. God, is that her name, Becky. Elizabeth? DeBecky. Yeah, Elizabeth to Becky. Stunning, stunning. Um, so, Philip has his meeting. He tells her to shut the hell up. And then he very happily goes to Elizabeth. And he's like, Liz, a little bit, a little bit. I got it. I got it. <laughs> We're good. Everything's good. Everything is fine. I told her, I said, just have some more discretion. You know, you get married. People do whatever they want. As long as, as, long as everybody's uh, careful and quiet, it's fine. And Elizabeth's like wait a fucking minute what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like like he's so happy to tell her how he handled it and she's yeah. like what the fuck did you just do <laughs> she's like no that's not how marriages work you're not supposed to have secrets it's so amazing yeah. that Amilda Stoughton did start having that accent on the show this <laughs> accent
1: uh, I um, was gonna ask you as a married yeah. person what do you think like, yeah. whose side are you on do you think, as a married person, it's okay to? Uh, ha- obviously, I don't think it's okay to have affairs, um, unless you're bo- unless you're in, in an open relationship, right? Unless yes, that, of that course, a contenting, word. open. Unless political. you're married to me, basically, then you can have yeah, all yeah. the affairs you want.
0: Um, <laughs> ladies, <but do> you-
1: <laughs> ladies, gents, ladies, <laughs>
0: gents, grandpas, grandmas, um- <laughs> father-in-laws. <laughs>
1: um handsome carriage riders um anyways uh, as a married person do you Mm -hmm. feel that your marriage like within your marriage you need to have some secrets with your spouse you need to have the room for it
0: you uh, what kind of secrets are we talking about you know
1: the problem is your husband is the best guy in the world
0: I mean he's know. fine. He's okay. I was gonna ask
1: you, so you know how the doctor friend is like her go weed? between her mm-hmm. and the so if God um
0: Go ahead, it's a hypotheticals, say, it's fine.
1: Yeah, let's say let's say let's say if we're going down that road. Are you expecting me to play that role for you? Like the go weed? between you and the you know, the the, the journalist? Press? That is, yeah, the press, yeah. <laughs>
0: The press um, is the
1: rest of our family on Facebook, by the way.
0: That's um, it. Um, no, I actually would not need you to be the go-between. Because I feel like you yeah. would feel so awkward. You would be like, you know what? Just forget it. Like, if I told you to be the go-between and like tell people what's going on with me, you would be like, yeah. I really don't want to. Like, <laughs> I feel like you would convince me that people don't need to know. You would be yeah. like, you know what? Just keep it to yourself. Who cares? So what? You're depressed. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, it's not to yourself. It's fine. That's what you would do. Um, I'd probably be
1: on his side too, as you know.
0: Of course. Anything to not be on my side. Um, and as far as some level of like s- secrets between you and your spouse, it's very hard for me to keep secrets from my husband. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: very hard. Like was it 2 years ago I threw him that surprise birthday party and the night before his birthday party I started sobbing. He was like what's wrong? And I was like I can't talk to you about it because I could not hold back a secret like I just don't know how um to keep things to myself with him. Um but like I do believe that he has secrets for me because that man really? is a, yeah, I think that he's a closed book. He does not He's not going to open up um, unless like emotional
1: secrets, not like objective secrets. Like like he's not he doesn't have like another bank account or something like that where he's you know betting on the ponies,
0: betting on horse carriages. You never know. Yeah, you never know. No, there's um, no way. No, I don't think so. He, it, it, I feel like maybe he would. I don't know my my husband is a man of mystery. I don't know if you know this about him. I, well, I sometimes that sometimes, or like maybe I'm telling myself that because he's also a quiet, kind of <laughs> like introverted, like very routine person. So maybe to make him sound spicier in my head, I'm like, he's so mysterious. <laughs> I don't know what he's up to, but like he's just like watching clips of like the Eagles on his phone. Yeah,
1: exactly. He's watching clips from, you know, games four years ago. That's all he's Ex- doing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, (laughs) so, um, on the conversation of, like, discretion and stuff, so, like, basically the book comes out, the book comes out, and, uh, Diana's, like, stuck it to them, suck it, fuckers, I don't care, right? Uh, it's apparently the start of now this war between her and the royals, and so my friend Kim also told me all this stuff, like, basically on the topic of, like, you know, these secrets, these like sort of allowed secrets that they have within the system. And she said that the there's like these tabs that are kept on the royals by the press, which are so fascinating, like they have a whole system where they keep receipts on when the royals are with extra women. And the way that it's handled is that they will note like like, for example, with William, they'll note an mm-hmm. appearance by william like in the press and then they'll also randomly note a socialite who a socialite who is also in attendance and they won't yeah. say that there's a tie they won't allude to anything but there is a men, there's like a random mention of william and another person at the at an event yeah and the reason why they do it is that basically like they're trying to tell them the royals like we're keeping receipts on you without being obvious and calling an obvious connection, but we are all watching and we know what's going on inside of your house. And yeah,
1: uh, my, like I always thought that at this point, the Royal family is kind of has like a PR deal with the, with, you know, with the media where it's just like, you know what, you know what I'm doing. I don't give a shit that, you know what I'm doing, but it's in both of our best interests. To keep this narrative alive, because obviously people make money, you know, the media makes money off of painting some of the royals as really good and painting some of them really bad. Right. That's what happened. That's what the whole Megan and Kate thing was about. Right. And it still continues this day. And like when you see stories, you're just like, oh, this is like blatantly obvious how stupid this is. But there are a lot of people that just eat it up. Right. So I I always because I, I firmly believe like William, I'm sure, has affairs all the time. Right. Like, yeah, I think that's yeah. So thing. she, so
0: my friend talked to me about this over text. She said that recently, I think the Daily Mail mentioned William Solo at an event, and a bit later they randomly mentioned this other person, and it's a way for them to note to the royals, like if you get out of line, then the royals are going to be put in this funky position. And my friend was saying she's like, I, I feel bad for them because it's a, but at the same time they're like ridiculously wealthy off of imperialism and theft. So who gives a shit? Um, And she said, like, they're, you know, they're under a ton of legal protection because of the way that they are protected underneath, like, the wealth and the virtue of the crown. Um, But she mentioned with the Harry and William thing with, like, William. So the whole thing that happened there was that William was he had he allegedly had an affair. And Harry wouldn't fall in line with the firm or the system because um and was actually extremely close to megan and he didn't want i guess like something had happened and that's why like william and and harry fell apart or whatever but in order to in order to get like the smoke off of william they basically made megan the fall guy Mm -hmm. i'm sorry (laughs) but harry i meant sorry harry was extremely close to kate carry harry was extremely close to kate and he was really upset about the fact that, like, his brother was doing exactly to Kate what his dad had, had done. And he didn't want to deal with the fact that, like, the we're going to try to protect William situation. So instead, the press went after Megan to get all of the attention off of William. And, you know, that also led to just, like, the pressure and awful treatment of Megan and everything like that because – that was sort of the the thing, like the bone that they threw them the royals threw them, the press, instead of okay. blowing up William's life. And I was like, well, why would it even matter if the prince, like if Prince William had an affair? Like Camilla is in the fucking palace. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? And she said that the reason why is because they're banking on the public's genuine acceptance of an approval of William and Kate. Because at this point, at this point, they have to stay together. They have to be a dream team and they have to be like the best ever because the Republicanism is extremely high and people are just like done with the monarchy. And so it's not so much even them trying to hold on to the monarchy for anything to do with like power because they they don't have any power, but it's more so just the protection of their wealth. And obviously there has to be some of like the the uh, you know protection of their heritage and their lineage and all that bullshit. But like they are doing all these things to try to hold on to William and Kate as sort of like the big PR protection of the royal family because if they lose that, the whole thing falls apart. There's nobody like nobody gives a shit about Charles. Yeah. Harry and Meghan but are when argued. you say.
1: See- When you say they, who is they? The royal family, the system? Because to me, it you know, it's not like the people. Who are the people.
0: The people. The people
1: people of like the people. The people.
0: The people. the, The people of England.
1: The people of England. Well, I guess, but I think, I mean, if you're looking from like a from like the media's perspective, right? They also sell a lot of like newspapers and all the whatever. They get a lot of mileage out of the royal family, I'm sure. Like they'll Mm -hmm. throw Kate on like um, on like the newspapers and it will sell because people like people like that idea. Foolish people like that idea. And I think she really knows like because she grew up, I guess, in the system, even though I guess she's a commoner or whatever, but she's not really a commoner.
0: She's Um, like super mega rich
1: yeah exactly but she knew like she went to the same schools and all those other things right like wasn't isn't that the story with kate is that she just she knew how to play the system she like bid her time she waited it out she waited for william to come back like to sow his wild oats and then he was like okay she is somebody who will be accepted by everybody so i will marry her and then you know i'll just go off and just do whatever the hell i want to because
0: I don't know. Well, Kate is doing exactly what Philip said that she, he, she should do, right? Like, what, what Philip tells Diana to do is what Kate is doing. And it's funny because, like, the other day we were talking to our cousin about it. And remember last week we were talking about, like, what would Diana be like right now if she was alive mm-hmm. and, and in her 30s or whatever age she was yeah. in the 90s? And, like, we made the comparison to Megan. But I do think that, like, the way Kate is beloved by by like the English people is really the closest thing we have to Diana. And the way that the press treats Megan yeah. is how, you know, we know. But it's it's very much possible that Kate is also mistreated the way that Diana was or the way that yeah, we don't pressed. know what's
1: going on. The difference is that,
0: yeah. that Megan had Harry to lean on. But and and, you know, and William, but like William, if he's cheating on her, he's doing whatever. She's possibly silently suffering the same way that Diana was. I
1: I don't, I, you know, when the interview happened, was it last year or whatever? I got really into it. Like I really got into like the, the, the two teams or whatever. My read of it was that um, Kate is a bad guy um, and Megan is a good guy. Right. And Kate has supporters because she's always known how to play, play. And, And I think that's what, that's, one what one of the central complaints that Megan had right which was okay who made who cry on the wedding day or whatever i don't remember exactly what the story was but yeah. that was the big story right like oh Megan made Kate cry no kate actually made Me- Megan cry or whatever the hell that was mm-hmm. um so i've always looked at kate as i mean i don't know i don't know how to judge this person right because i have absolutely nothing in common with this person and
0: we know nothing about her really
1: exactly yeah, yeah. but um I don't know, man. I should just they're- end it. Cancel the show. Cancel these episodes. We're done.
0: <laughs> no, I'm excited because next week there's brown people on the show.
1: Yeah, buddy. I started watching some of it, some of like the first episode, and Muhammad Fayed is on it.
0: Um, you know who Muhammad Fayed is? Yeah.
1: dad, right? Of course. Um, and they're, well, I'll save it for next week's episode. No,
0: they go ahead. Say
1: that, they say a word that, that got me really excited and nostalgic.
0: They call Wallace
1: Simpson a sharamut. Do you know what oh, my sharamut God. Means? I was
0: just going to ask. I said, did they call somebody a sharamuta? Because I was so excited. Yeah. Oh, nice. I love that. Can't wait to dive deep about our favorite curse words in other languages. Yep. That's true. Um, so far, do you... Uh. Now, you You are giving me the feeling that maybe you don't feel so bad for Diana. <laughs>
1: I don't not feel bad for Diana. I love Diana like i like I will remember her fondly, right, yeah. um, but it's also somebody that is just you know I haven't had to really think about in twenty five years or whatever since she passed away, right like that was yeah. my lasting memory of her. I think everybody was mourning, whatever, so now I have to look at this with objective eyes right, and I just try to think um of what I would have thought of that person if I was the same age that I am now in 1992. Like, how would I look at that? You know, is that,
0: yeah.
1: And you know, when I, unfortunately, because of how life goes um, and how you have to deal with like real life things, um, really rich people. It's tough for me. It's sometimes it's really tough for me to sympathize with them because I see a lot of suffering really poor people um and yeah. not, it's not even just poor people but like you know just regular, regular folks that are living people, p- yeah. paycheck to paycheck folks you know what i mean and like that anxiety to me like i diana's anxiety is all real i'm sure it was really tough i'm sure you know being in that uh fishbowl was really tough and dealing with all of the multiple issues that she had to deal with obviously it was really really tough you don't wish that on anybody right yeah, I also know how difficult it is when you're trying to figure out when you're how you're going to make your next rent. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. basically what it is for me. And I know you love watching rich people. Apparently, I just learned something new about you. <laughs> you're
0: you're... <laughs> no, I'm not. Listen, listen. I'm not saying that I enjoy watching rich people. I mean, I do. I watch housewives, but like, yeah. <laughs> but there's just something. Here's 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 the thing. Are you familiar with the term Schadenfreude?
1: Yeah, of course I am, but it's not schadenfreude
0: <laughs> Yeah, it is. Because you
1: just like you just like seeing rich people be rich and it's disgusting. No, 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 no no, no. no No,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> what I like is I like watching rich people be fuck-ups. Okay. There's just something really wonderful for me. Because I'm like, see, I don't need all that money. Because about all that money. I would probably be an asshole like these guys. Like that's money doesn't actually fix your problems, you know. She was no, a whole I, princess. She was a whole. I princess. I do understand that, yeah. And nothing was good in her life. Okay, that's true. I do want to just make one note. Okay, I know mm-hmm. you are obviously in your marriage of convenience, sleeping in separate quarters. But Elizabeth oh, yeah. and Philip having their own bedrooms, that they can do, like her just being like, okay, asshole. I thought marriage was something else. Anyway, I'm going to bed. Good night. We're done yeah. and like just goes to the other room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It seems kind of great.
1: <laughs> it's uh I again marriage of convenience, but even if it's a marriage of love, I want my own bed. I think I've I, I've slept alone for long enough for too long, where I don't think I could accept another body in my bed. That would be weird.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean I uh slept alone until <laughs> I got married. And so I am now, but now it's been 11 years and I've always had a human in my bed. And sometimes when I get into bed and I'm all by myself, I get a little skewed. And I don't like that. I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't like that. I'm like, I'm conditioned to have a human in my bed. I feel like everybody should. I feel like the Lucy and Ricky separate beds of your, you know what? doesn't seem like a bad idea there's Sounds nobody like snatching the blankets me. exactly who decided, who decided everybody should be sleeping in the same bed when did we decide that
1: i think well, i mean your limited space right and i think I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it happened when you got no, coupled but, up
0: yeah you, but like i'm saying like can't you just have two beds Two small i don't know I, I don't know i feel like two adults two happily married adults sleeping on twin yeah. beds in one room Sounds great.
1: like a little space in the middle?
0: Yeah, like the way we grew up. <laughs> 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 two twin twin-sized beds.
1: That's true. We did share a bedroom for, you know, for uh, a disturbingly <laughs> long period of time, I <laughs> for think. A
0: long period of time. Um, but like my my boys have two long. locked. Yeah, okay, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> um, we <laughs> my boys have two locked beds, imagine? A little loft bed for you and a one for your partner, and it just like That'd you're be amazing. Like, yeah, it sounds like, and amazing. then we
1: both have our, like our little area at the bottom, like Underneath your kids bed.
0: do. yeah, you get yeah, yeah, you get to decorate it however you want.
1: Stick up my drawings.
0: Okay, I feel like I'm gonna propose this to my husband. And we really <laughs> listen. <laughs> when the boys grow up and they leave, we're gonna sell our house. We're gonna get a condo. And you know, maybe we get two condos. We just live across the hall from each other.
1: That I, you know that yeah that, that sounds like a great deal.
0: Just, Just like, like a compound, yeah. Like it well, wouldn't be a compound. Let's not go crazy. I don't have. I have no money. <laughs> what am I raping and pillaging entire nations, <laughs> spreading imperial rule? Um, but you know, if we had condos across the hall from each other, right? It would be like I would get to say, "Okay, good night," and I'm going to return to my quarters, like like uh, Elizabeth does. And she says, "Bye." Would you
1: invite him over for dinner every night or is it just like, "Hey, you want to come over for dinner or you just want to do your own thing?" How you important because food over is for dinner? I'm just asking like, are you guys eating the same dinner every night? Because right no. now, obviously, you're eating dinner as a family. Like there's one meal. That's my other thing. I don't know
0: No, want... do you know that we don't do that? Oh, really? Sounds yeah. like you have
1: a miserable marriage, man.
0: <laughs> or a wonderful one. Um That's true. no, I think what's difficult. We try. We try most nights to eat dinner together. A lot of times it's me and the boys eating together. Um, sometimes it's Fahad and the boys eating together, just depending on like our work schedules. But the myth of like family dinners, everybody sitting together and eating is gone. Like most families I know cannot sit together and eat dinner because People have work schedules that are a doozy, like especially like everyone. No, so I understand not eating at the
1: same time, but yeah. what about the, the food? Are you eating the same food? Are you and Father eating the same food for the most part?
0: Most part, yes, we are.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's just, like when we first got married. Um, when we first got married, I came home. He used to he used to commute in earlier than me, and so he would get home about forty five minutes before I did. And I remember coming home. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go change my clothes and I'll come downstairs and eat dinner. And he was like, okay. And then I went and I, I made my plate and I sat down and I was like, aren't you going to eat? And he goes, I ate before you came home. And I was so Ooh. upset. I was so <laughs> upset. I was like, you didn't wait. For-. And you know, that's weird for us because like our dad would, when he could, he wouldn't, he would say he's not eating meals without our mom. But he would snack yeah. the whole time. Anyway. <laughs> he was snack the whole time. But like. So for me, that was super shocking. And then like the next like few days, he like waited to eat with me, but I was 25. So I was like, I felt so bad that like he had to wait for me to eat that I was just like, you know what? Forget it. You can eat whenever you want. And then he was like, okay, thank you. And then now we just, Quick. you know, eat whenever we can with the kids. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But I think. Anyway, send
1: your Polaroids to the reality is.
0: <laughs> Somebody tweeted that you are. You unfortunately sound hot.
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> unfortunate is the right word there. Because that's not good for anybody. That is not good for anybody. Nope. It's not good for me. It's not. And I. I I shudder at the thought that you know, <laughs> what this poor person is imagining in their head.
0: Because hot?
1: No way. No, no way.
0: Nope. All right, guys. Nope. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, I will be back on Saturday <laughs> to talk about Rehasa as a Salt Lake City. Um, and I've already got quite a list of things to talk to you about on Sunday night for Monday morning
1: podcasting. Fantastic.